Welcome to As We Understand Him, a weekly coffee chat exploring a deeper relationship with God as we understand Him. You can download As We Understand Him weekly on all podcast platforms and check us out on Instagram at As We Understand Him Podcast. For additional information, to hear episodes, and to access resources and writings, please visit our website, asweunderstandhim.coffee. Here are your hosts, two guys trying to figure out the God thing, Mike and Glenn. Let's join them at the coffee shop. What up? Where are the donuts? I know you didn't bring any, but I'm grateful you did not. I know. You're on one of those. Uh, I am. You're, on a, you're oh. on a track. How's it going? Up and down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I just can't. Uh, so last year, I lost 45 pounds in three months. So I just found a groove and I stuck it. It didn't matter. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I've got a lot of stuff going on right now. And, uh, I mean, it's all good. Um, there's a lot of positive pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, and bottom line, you know, I, I have I have and do use food to change the way I feel. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I'm right in the middle of a zone with work and doing stuff. All of a sudden, I'll, I'll eat, you know, six pretzel rods and, you know, two Coke Zeros, mm-hmm. you know. And then that's like my entry. And then I'm like, well, I've ever had that. Let me have six Twizzlers. Mm-hmm. And then, well, I've had that. Let me have, you know, six Fireballs. Wait, the drink or the... Is that a snack? Or, <laughs> no, I mean, man. Dude, because no. that's another, we got another podcast I need to invite you into. No. You're doing fireballs. No, those little cinnamon fireballs, oh, not the fireball okay. whiskey thing. Come just on. checking, just no. checking. So I, um, but no, I, I it's it's challenging because it gives me a lot of head trash. So I need to, I need to solve that. Somehow. I don't know if this is going to help or hurt, but you, you want to know my whole take on the whole thing? Yeah. Okay. Um, God made us each. A different way, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I eat six pretzel rods, a half a bag of Twizzlers, a sleeve of Oreos, and I almost drink four Fireballs, mm-hmm. right? And and I'm I'm a buck thirty wet, and there's nothing I can do about that. I can eat a lot, eat a little. I just believe we're made how we're made. Now, mind you, there, I I see people struggle with it. I just it it pains me to see them mentally struggle. Um, because because we just have different metabolisms and and there's different way of the bodies process things a different way and weight goes to a different place and man I really I just, appreciate that effort I, re- I really do but here here's the thing I I graduated college 155 pounds mm-hmm. so my DNA everything in my brain markers everything in me says Glenn you're supposed to be a thin guy mm-hmm. right and when when Glenn is portly mm-hmm. um, portly Glenn knows. Glenn knows he should be a thin guy. Okay. Right? And and I don't feel as good about myself. I don't feel as good physically. I huff and puff. Mm-hmm. I, I just don't feel as good when I'm when I'm heavier. Yeah. And 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 I know I should be thinner. I know thinner is healthier for me. Right. So that's where the head trash comes in. It's I think if I accepted to just eat, I would be three fifty before the next holiday comes around. I might challenge you to do so. <laughs> no, because then I, I'm, going, I'm going to take it off, and it's just more hard work I got to do. Then the podcast could be hosted by both Glenns and Mike. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> two Glenns and Mike. But <laughs> two Glenns, I, I'm right. telling you, I, I, I can't tell you the head trash, and head trash is oh, not healthy for me. Yeah, I know. That's terrible. So I'm working on it. That's what, that's what pains me. All right. Thanks so what do we got today? So this is a little bit of a combo, right? Mm-hmm. So we host Sober Dot. Uh, coffee podcast, um, and then you know because of a lot of the questions that we 
received there and just engagements and interactions, you know, we led to As We Understand Him, which is, you know, just sharing our spiritual path. So there are times when they, they collide. Oh, absolutely. They overlap. Yeah, right? where they overlap. They, they combine. I think that's, that's one of, you know, what we're going to look at today. So what we'd like to do today is, is look at step three. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, look at step three, maybe tear it apart. You know, we, right. we understand we're going to talk about step three, mm-hmm. how, you know, what you have written down, I've written down. But, but I think there's value in just breaking it apart and talking about the words. But step three, so steps one is I can't, right? Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a good way of how right. people break that out. I can't. Step two is he can or they can, a higher power can. And then step three is let him, mm-hmm. right? So we want to focus on let him today. And then a lot of questions because, you know, it's almost like the Bible sometimes, right? We use words, and we're not really sure what the words mean. Right. Right? So what I thought we'd do is just spend some time, talk about step three, talk about God's will, talk about, right, turning our lives over, you know, our, our will and our life over. The, what does that mean? Right. right. So do you have step three uh, in front of you? That, so I do. Could use it as a baseline? Go ahead. Okay. So step three is made a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand him. Got it. So isn't it funny that as we understand him is kind of the name of our podcast. Right, right. No coincidence. No coincidence. Yes. So here, here's the funny thing in preparation. I cut and pasted step three for a mom, but you show you how my brain works. Mm-hmm. I cut and pasted it, and I ended up in front of me with step 11, right? And not to confuse the mm. fact, but step 11 says sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood God, praying only for knowledge of God's will for us and the power to carry that out, right? So, there. I mean... It, it's su- such a similar, that's the program is is getting to the spiritual connection that starts with making a decision. Okay, would you read step 11 for me again? Absolutely. I think I can make a connection. Here. Yeah, so sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood God, praying only for the now, only for knowledge of God's will for us and the power to carry that out. Okay, so... When I worked step three, I spent about a year and a half on step three. Mm-hmm. And and the reason I, you know, I looked at step three and I was working with my sponsor and my sponsor allowed this, but I spent a lot of time on step three because I was trying to figure it all out, <clears throat> right? That was like my foray onto the spiritual path, mm-hmm. right? And, and I was going to figure it out. And I remember a guy in the room say, hey, I prayed for a year and a half. And it took about that long before I ever heard God looking back at me in the mirror or, or speaking back to me, right? Mm-hmm. So that was pretty much my path. It took me about a year and a half before it started. I started to understand, hey, I'm on a different path. Mm-hmm. This is a spiritual path, right? So, so I, think, I think that's step 11, mm-hmm. right, is that I'm actually working that spiritual path. Right. That's step 11. But that's not what step three no, says. No, the predecessor, right, says make a decision. Right. So that's why I think breaking that to words. Right. Be- because it doesn't say figure it all out. Mm-hmm. It says just make a decision. 
right, to turn our will. So, so what's our will? Mm-hmm. What well, does the word will mean? Well, I have my own will, and then there's God's will. I see that. But I what see. is your will? What does will mean? It's, it's usually pretty selfish if you want to get right down to it. It's, but what is it? My my will is what I, my desires. What my okay, desires. God. Okay. Right. So your your will is your desires. What you want. Mm-hmm. Your path. That's right. My path. What what you feel is good for Mikey. That's right. Okay. That's my All will. Right. So to turn our will of what we want mm-hmm. and our lives. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what is you know and 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 I kind of visually right there, there's a guy in the in in the room his name's Ryan right and and I always when we talk about this I always remember him saying this and and he kind of throws his hands up and looks up he goes what does it mean to like give it up to God what is like God's will right mm-hmm. like like nobody explains that mm-hmm. right they just I mean it sounds good people are like oh I made a decision to turn my will and my life over to care of God as we, as we understand him mm-hmm. well nobody really understands God mm-hmm. right I no mean, we figured that out yeah, last week right yeah it's super like all over the place mm-hmm. right w- which is okay mm-hmm. right um, but what does it mean I, how do I turn my life over to something I don't understand right and and, and what does that even mean right so um, so the first thing is step three is, hey, make a decision. You know, step 11 helps you figure it out. Right. You've made the decision. Now right. it's moving forward. But let me back, let me back up and, and park for a second on what you said. And that was, how do we, how do we turn our will over, right? I look at it as two separate lanes. So we're, we're on a highway, and there's two clearly marked lanes, right, with a solid white line not to cross over. One is Mike's will. This is what I want. I want a big house. I want a fancy car. I want a big screen TV. Right? These are. This is Mike's will. I, I want this job. I and want. It sounds this. like some of that is based off of selfishness. Oh, absolutely. To me, right? what what I've learned to be important. You know how I've been compare yourself to others. That, maybe all these things. So I this got a is, bigger TV. So that's my lane. And again, right. it's a solid white line. And then in the right hand lane is God's will. Mm-hmm. God might want me to be I. I this is the part where we don't understand. He could want me not to have a good job, but to have a lesser job because there's a person that really needs to be impacted in a physical uh, or spiritual or financial way. And he needs me as part of their story. You know, that that's that's his will. Now, so I'm, I'm sitting there on the highway going, wait a minute. All right, look at my will. I got, I got this stuff here, which is all really going to make me feel good for a couple of minutes. And then over there, I got that stuff, which is really going to make me not feel really good about myself for a couple of minutes, right? And the turning over, the turning over is taking that white line and making it a dotted line, right? Where I'm now crossing over, turning over, and getting into that right-hand lane. That's how I kind of picture the whole thing. Okay, so <clears throat> some of the whole you know God's will thing, right? Um, I mean, when when I was working step three and trying to understand this and trying to figure it out, one of my best lines, one of my favorite jokes, but I really meant it, it's, you know, what is God's will for my life? I mean, mm-hmm. I knew I knew I was selfish. I knew my, my whole, entire life was based off self, my desires, what I thought, what I wanted, how I wanted to win, how I wanted to look, how impressive, blah, 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 right? 
ego. Um, and then it's like, okay, turn my will over life, you know, and care of God. And I'm like, okay, I wake up this morning. I know what I normally do, right? That's mm-hmm. Glenn's will. That's Glenn's life. Glenn's driving the bus. Mm-hmm. Now today, I'm going to turn it over to God. Mm-hmm. So I go to my Outlook calendar, and I try to look for what God wants me to do. No, no appointments. No appointments. Right. right? So I So he didn't populate your Outlook. No. So what's up with that? What up with that? So how am I supposed to turn my will in life over to care of God if, 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 if he's, he's not, not going to tell me? what it is. Right. right. Now, I understand God's will for my life today, but from going from there to here took years for me to figure out a process, also known as step 11, mm-hmm. um, you know, to figure that out. But I remember going out because I was volunteering, you know, at church, and I went out with this, you know, youth leader who I was, uh, I was serving with, and we were going out to lunch. And I thought, yeah, this guy just got out of, like, Christian Bible College. I've got him, right? So I said to him sarcastically, I said, yeah. He says, well, where are you at with your journey? I said, ah, I'm still still at the welcome mat. I said, I'm, you know, trying to figure a lot of stuff out. He goes, well, like what? I'm like, well, this whole God's will thing. You know, like, like I woke up this morning. I said, I'm trying not to drive the bus. I'm trying to do God's will. I woke up this morning, and, and you know, I look at my outlook calendar, and God didn't fill it out for me. So now what? I, I said, I'm kind of pissed. And he, he laughed. He goes, oh, I get it. And I'm like, I got you, buddy. Yeah, right. right. He looks at me. He goes, well, why don't we? He says, Glenn, I get it. He said, why don't we start with this? He said, let's figure out what God doesn't want for your mm-hmm. life. And I'm, I'm literally eating like a pork barbecue sandwich, and, and I'm dripping barbecue down my throat because I'm like, that is absolutely amazing. Right. Like, I understand that. Right. 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 And, and, and so that's when I had that metaphor, the, the, the visual of a spiritual fairway, right? And I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, I, I know what the rough is. I know where out of bounds is. I know what the rocks are, like drinking. I know I'm not mm-hmm. supposed to be drinking, right? Mm-hmm. I know I'm not supposed to be, you know. Womanizing. Womanizing and cheating right. on my girlfriend. Right. And I know I'm not supposed to be stealing. And I know, right? So, I mean, it just seemed like within two seconds, I had a razor picture in front of me saying, okay, I get it. Mm-hmm. I know what I'm not supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And, and now I got an empty fairway in front of me. I at least know I'm shooting for the right pin for once in my life, right? I mean, it's going the right direction. And and then he made it. So, so I told him, I said, okay, I've got that. Boy, that really makes sense. That really clicked for me. I said, but now what? Mm-hmm. And he goes, you know what? He goes, a lot of people wrestle over that. He goes, God just wants you to be happy. Mm-hmm. You know, God wants you to live in a relationship with him and work to live in that relationship I said, God doesn't, and he's like, God doesn't care if you have a, a turkey sandwich or a ham sandwich. Mm-hmm. He just wants you to be fed. He wants you to, you know, he wants you to be doing, you know, I said, and, and, and then he said, well, as you go on, on this journey, right, as you go up the fairway, who can you help? Mm-hmm. Right? It, it, it's not all about what Glenn wants, what Glenn wants, what Glenn, who can you help along the way? Mm-hmm. And then that clicked with a book that we read, Purpose Driven Life. Mm-hmm. You know, which is all about serving others. Mm-hmm. You know, being there available for others, and and that's where it started to click. Step three, where it's like, okay, Glenn, you're in the driver's seat. Get out of the driver's seat. Put God in the driver's seat. Okay, mm-hmm. what does that look like? All right, I know what it doesn't look like. Mm-hmm. 
And now, okay, now let me start looking at others along the way and how I can help and serve them because that is what I read in The Purpose Driven Life and, and that was a cool book and, and that helped me kind of reshape maybe what my true life purpose is instead of just trying to get the bigger house, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe it's, you know... And you know, you might end up with the bigger house. You know, that's the thing. If, you know, I was at a meeting last night, a meeting, and, and uh, we, were, we read the story of acceptance, right? Mm-hmm. Wrapped around page 417, I think it is. I don't mean to be thrown out of, but it, the acceptance prayer. And at the, at the very end of it, what really jumped out at me in the whole chapter was when he talked about God's will and the, the author of that, that story. And what he said was basically, and again, I'm paraphrasing, but basically, you know, do the next right thing and expect the outcome, leave the outcome to God. That's God's will. God's will is the outcome. I just need to be doing the next right thing. And so I might end up with that big house. I might end up with that nice car. That's not the point. The point is that I'm doing the next, what I inherently know is the next right thing to do. And I'll add this to the equation. As much as service is important, I think as well, the utilization of the gifts that God has given me, I need to use those to their fullest. There are so many parables in the Bible and so many stories of Bible, and the point of it is that you've got these talents. You even look at the 12 disciples, right? And the, the, the 12 apostles, the, the disciples, they each had a different set of gifts, mm-hmm. a skill set. Right. But they all came together, and each one using their skill set furthered the mission in the ministry. And I have the same obligation, really, I think, to use my gifts. Right, so let me go back. You touched on two things. One is talents, which I'll come back to in a second here. Um, but when, when, when I look at my will versus God's will, right, when I look at my will, um, you know, I wrote down the word force. Mm-hmm. So I would force things or control, manipulate. I had, I had built a set of skills around my life to be able to get what I wanted, mm-hmm. right? And if I wanted something, I would, I mean, I had superpowers around being able to manipulate things around, right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I like the serenity prayer, and, and I don't change words, except I, I, I do have an enhancement for the serenity prayer. Mm-hmm. Because it relates to me, and it helps remind me what I need to do and what not to do. But, you know, I say the serenity prayer, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change. Mm-hmm. The courage to change the things I can, and I add the words, and should, mm. right? Because I have courage to change things Glenn's way, mm-hmm. but should I? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of an enhancement. I hate doing that, but that's how I, it's the only way that I've changed the words around because that helps me recognize I have the skills to get things exactly how I want them. Mm-hmm. But should I? Mm-hmm. And and what I've learned, you know, especially you know, step three, getting out of the, the driver's seat and putting God in there, most of the things I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. I should just let let God, you know, do things. Let Him, right? Yeah, right. Let Him. So, um, so so I'm back to my hi- I'm back to my highway, right? And I'm traveling down in the right hand lane with God now, trying to do God's will, and back. To my analogy, I, I look in the in the side mirror. I look over my shoulder, 
to the left, and in the left lane is always attractive to get in the left lane because that's my self lane, right? That's mm-hmm. that's me going back to myself. So knowing God's will is me doing a quick mirror check and making sure that I'm not going back into self-absorbed Mike's will. And that's where I think in step three where it says turning it over, you know, I don't drift back into that lane of self-will. Yeah, and, and part of that is in, in one of our superpowers is we don't do this alone. Right, exactly. Right. Right. So if if I was to be my own judge, mm-hmm. right, I could drift back and I could justify my drifting back and mm-hmm. I could say, well, this is only for a mile, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take I'm going to take this back because God needs my help in this area mm-hmm. for this next mile. Mm-hmm. I'm going to jump in and my selfishness and my ego gets back in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. And and I can justify that. Right. Right. But that's where if you do, you know, if you start to walk paths with others mm-hmm. and are open and, I mean, we have brothers that, you know, help us read our labels on our own jar mm-hmm. and can call us out. I mean, mm-hmm. there's times you, you call me up and say, hey, look, man, mm-hmm. how you doing? Here's what I see. And I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I see a different view. And, mm-hmm. and you're like, well, hey, here's what I see. And then my sponsor calls me up because, hey, man, how you doing? Here's what I see. And I'm like, oh, crap. You know, I'm, you know, so... You know, it it matters who you drive the highway with because they help you stay in the right lane. No, positively, and uh, and I love the, the other thing I love about the third step is the fact that your foot is always on the accelerator. It's an action step. You know, made a decision. That's an action. You, I mean, you have to make the decision and then turn over. That's an action. That's just not a passive. Well. You know, drift. It's an action, I and mean, it's continuous. It's continuous. You, you know, it's, it's not a conti- one-stop shop, right. and it's done. Check, check off the box, and move right. on. Right. It's it's continuous. Okay. So here's what I have. Here's yeah. an executive decision that you need to make. Go ahead. I have some stuff written down and some notes to talk about the step three promises. Yes. Do we want to make this a long? Let's go step two episode. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go part two. Part two. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. We want to wrap up. Because I'm yeah, eager to no, get I, to it. No, I think, you know, I, I, I think step three is key. And I think a lot of it, I know as I work with step, um, with sponsees, they just want to take, okay, step three after this, let's, you know, let's move on. I'm and like, whoa. it's not that. I'm right? like, time out, man. Right. So, you know, time, you don't have to drag it out 18 months. But, right. you know, let's really unpack this, unpack the words, you know, because it's about who's going to control my life and who controls the rest of the program of recovery right as it relates to aa as it relates to non-aa people and self part you know just life it 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 makes the it's the game changer it's the game changer and so yeah i think we need to i think we need to spend another session on it my friend so so i have something funny to tell you so you know my whole life i mean you know, I've done well in some in some areas, and, and I was always like a decision maker or strategic or whatever. And, mm-hmm. and, and there are some people in my life that says, you know, I've, I've heard it from several people that everything that Glenn touches turns to gold. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I started to believe that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but then in step three, it's like I had enough evidence, right? In step one, I had enough evidence that Glenn's way isn't always the best way. Mm-hmm. Right, and so now, if if I use the metaphor today of driving a bus or riding in the back of the bus, and like with with my daughters, 
I ride the back of the bus. I let them drive the bus. You know, I'm just a participant. You know, hey, if you want my opinion on where we're going, uh, ask me, and I'll, I'll give it to you. But I'm not demanding. I'm not telling them where to drive. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm letting them drive the bus. And, and here's the crazy thing is as I'm sitting in the back seat, I still think of, hey, this is what the old Glenn would have done, or this is what I think we should do. I'm amazed at how many times I'm wrong mm. and how many times their decisions, right, or other people's decisions as they drive the bus and I'm a passenger, how they are right. right. And I look back at my life, I'm like, man, if, if I had learned this earlier, how much better could I have been, right? And, and can I just say that if everything you touch turns to gold, everything God touches turns to platinum. I, Actually, everything God touches turns to a precious metal that we don't even knows. know exists absolutely right man it, it, it's like it's exponentially more valuable than gold you know and so totally yeah you're gonna it. settle for gold i don't think i am yeah I, it's, it's just it's just crazy how all of this works but it took time yeah right you know i'm not the one that rolls up to the uh you know pulpit and kneels down and light a bolt a bolt of lightning hits and i walk out well you have you have been known to I mean, set sparks up in the church, but that's another story. <laughs> yeah, that was a prior episode. It was a prior Those episode. days are over. All right, beautiful. Hey, All man, brother. next week? Yep. All right, Look thanks, forward man. to it, man. Let's get some more coffee. Thank you. See thanks for joining us for today's Coffee Chat. To contact the show, email us at podcast at asweunderstandhim.coffee. If sobriety is your desire and you need immediate help, the AA hotline is 800-839-1686. The National Suicide Prevention Hotline is 800-273-8255 or dial 988. Remember, Mike and Glenn are sharing their personal experiences about their spiritual journey and their path to sobriety. Therefore, any medical, spiritual, or perceived suggestions are their own opinions and should not be considered professional advice. See you next week.